Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kei te whakaronga mai koe ki tō tātou au horihori ki te reo erirangi o Aotearoa. You're with Our Changing World on RNZ National and now. Take a sip of wine. And along with the oaky notes and hints of citrus, consider that one day there could be a small dose of drone data in your glass too. Drones or unmanned aerial vehicles can get a bad rap, with some people viewing them as intrusive or spy tools. But as Katie Gossett finds, they can now generate meaningful data for a range of different industries. To create a nice glass of wine, back in the day you might have needed a bit of this. That's the sound of grapes being squashed underfoot, but in these technological times, winemaking might involve a bit of this. Programming a flight path for a drone, and then this. And when Rob Proleski puts this quadcopter into the air over this North Canterbury vineyard, there's information to be gained that was far beyond the reach of early winemakers. OK, here we are uh, amongst the vines in, in the vineyard, and uh, we're quite early in the wine season, so at the moment the emphasis is on building the, uh, the canopy up. So the most important factor of that today is to get an assessment of which areas are wetter and drier than others and there's several factors that can go into that it could be the soil quality it could be the uh, irrigation system there might even be some leaks in irrigation you know just a, a general indicator of which areas are better than others so we're standing here on the the crest of the hill can you give me an indication from here the direction in which you'll fly the drone and, and roughly what you'll be looking for in this particular case, I'll split the area up into the two main fields. So that flight plans are programmed in some uh, software on the laptop, and then uh, I take the machine, uh, it takes off manually, and then I set it into automatic. Once I've got the data back on the ground, I'll upload the uh, images to uh, dedicated software to provide uh, five large photographs of the site, and then we take it on to the analysis from that to provide the crop health information. Also with us today is Kelvin Barnsdale from Canterbury University's Spatial Engineering Research Centre. His work is focused on drones, otherwise known as unmanned aerial vehicles or UAVs. He explains that the five images Rob talks of are captured by a multi-spectral camera mounted on the drone and that the different images relate to five different bands of light, red, green, blue, infrared and another intermediate band between infrared and red. Those wavelengths of light um, come from the sun but they cannot be seen by the human eye, essentially. In this case, near-infrared is useful because it, it gives us a measure of plant health and plant stress. He says the measurements are taken using a ratio of one band to another for greater accuracy. If we just use the the reflected near-infrared or the reflected red, those levels would change when the sun's out or if it's cloudy or it depends on how much light we're getting from the sun. If we use the ratio, then both levels change together. Rob Proleski himself comes from an engineering and surveying background and believes drones would also have plenty of applications for these industries. So, for example, a construction company 
if they want to embark on a, uh, a project they would need base data traditionally that would be done by a surveyor and if you think about a highways project or a large area or subdivision that would take days and days for a uh, surveyor to do and be very expensive but a, a UAV could do that in in a day and then process that and you get out uh, quality accurate data which then can be used to put the design on the top and for the quarries the quarries is an even better example because the UAVs provide a much better way of doing it to do their periodic stock takes of how much uh, aggregate they have the surveyor would take weeks to do that so whereas now you can fly a UAV over and you can measure the quantities in the stockpiles you can do a 3d model and you can also uh, base it to ground coordinates so that you can ensure that the quarries stick into its resource consent compliance in other words not digging too deeply but he's aware that drones are not always well accepted by some in the community I think there is a bit of negative stigma with with the drones. Uh, Some people see them as uh, spy tools or they uh, see the news about how they're being used in a military context. And uh, from our point of view, they're just another tool and uh, it's about the information that you get from it and the business decisions that you can make based on that information. Rob Proleski believes there needs to be better understanding of the technology from industries before the practical use of UAVs can begin in earnest. But he says there are many possible applications in the future, including the use of thermal cameras. Anything from uh, inspection of buildings to find uh, heat leaks for thermal efficiency to industrial inspection of electrical installations to uh, search and rescue or uh, one aspect we've got in development at the moment is fire spotting. Kelvin Barnsdale has been working closely with industries to develop the technology and he's joined other Canterbury University colleagues and Japanese researchers to propose using swarms of drones which would fly across designated disaster areas locating and retrieving information about injured or trapped people. Mr Barnsdale says he has a particular interest in how drones can be used in high risk and emergency situations. I'm looking to develop drones for use in dangerous areas where we don't want the pilot in the aircraft. Things like power line inspections, inspections of cliff faces, uh, forest fires, and dare I say, even as areas now whereby there's uh, terrorist action, it's getting quite dangerous for pilots to be in aircraft in helicopters. So if we, things like um, animal poachers in, in Africa. So those dangerous operations, they're a great application for, for drones, much safer for the operator. One challenge for the industry is that currently UAVs can't fly beyond the line of sight. In other words, the operator still has to be able to see the drone. Kelvin Barnsdale says that's because the machines are pre-programmed and they aren't yet able to respond safely when things change in the environment. For example, if another plane flies into their path. But he's working closely with the Civil Aviation Authority and believes that laws might be relaxed when the technology has improved. We've built some rules around what the technology can do right now and everybody's pretty happy with the safety aspects of that. But there's the push from the aviation authorities to say, if we had this, then we can, we can extend the rules a little bit further. So if we had a system for detect and avoid, so that the drone could detect other aircraft and avoid them, then we could then um, extend the rules to be on visual line of sight. And that would put us way above, well ahead of all other countries.
all other countries in the world. Mr Barnsdell says the university is well placed to help perfect this technology as it now has its own test space on Banks Peninsula. So what we've got now um, is a, a test range in, in Canterbury at Kaitaridi Spit. It's nearly 100 square kilometres of uh, restricted airspace, which means that we can keep, when we activate it, we can keep all other aircraft out of the airspace. So we know to a great certainty that there's no risk of, of uh, collision with any other aircraft. If we can bring industrial researchers into collaborate with us in this in this technology, we'll work in, in this UAV test range to show and to demonstrate the, the systems. And he says the rest of the world is beginning to take an interest. We're starting to be seen as a, a great testing ground for new technology. So we are developing new technology here in the University of Canterbury, but these the places like we've got with the UAV test range is making us a, an international focus for, uh, for coming to come and test these systems. Uh, so New Zealand is setting itself up to be a place to come for testing autonomous things, so autonomous vehicles, autonomous drones. And we seem to be giving the right message to the world that we're a, a leader in, in accepting this new technology for trials. That story came to us from Katie Gossett, and you heard Kelvin Barnsdale from the University of Canterbury's Spatial Engineering Research Centre, and you also heard drone pilot Rob Proleski. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.